This is Jennifer Gonzalez welcoming you to episode 43 of the Cult of Pedagogy podcast. In this episode, I'm going to tell you how to make better use of Twitter. I hear it all the time. I have a Twitter account, but I don't really know how to use it. And I understand this thinking completely. Before I signed up to Twitter less than three years ago, I didn't get it at all. I would go to someone's Twitter page, if that's what it was even called, and none of it made sense. It was only slightly easier to read than HTML, which by the way is coding that people use to make websites, in case that sounds a little confusing. I had a vague understanding that a tweet was a 140-character post and some fuzzy memory of Ashton Kutcher doing some kind of charity thing on it a few years back, and that was pretty much it. But I kept hearing people say things like, Twitter is the best professional development I've ever had. And in my head, I was basically calling BS on that, because that's what I tend to do when I don't understand things. It's not my best quality. So I went ahead and opened an account, and I pretty much did nothing with it for a while. Over time, I picked up a few tips, but it took about six months before I started using it with any regularity. Now that I've been using Twitter for a few years, I get it. I really do. And I want you to get it now, because I believe every educator really needs to be on Twitter and be able to use it well. All those Twitter accounts just sitting there, not getting used, are just wasted opportunity. So in this episode, I'm going to share some things that you could be doing to make better use of your Twitter account. I am also going to share some information about a brand new course that I have created. This is an online video course called Twitter for Teachers and Students. And I'll provide links to it and everything, but if you want to go and check it out right now, it's on a brand new platform. Um, It's for online PD. This is not mine. This is created by a couple of friends of mine. Um, If you just go to blendeducation.org, that's blend like you're blending something in a blender, blendeducation.org. And right now there are not a ton of courses on there, so it'd be pretty easy to find mine. Uh, But if you wanted to go straight to my course, you would go to blendeducation.org slash courses slash Twitter. And that is the course that I have created. Um, So, but I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later. I'm going to get into some of the stuff that you can learn for Twitter. Uh, First, if you are brand new to this podcast, this is the first time you've ever listened, let me just take a quick moment to say hello. My name is Jennifer Gonzalez. I used to be a middle school English language arts teacher. Then I moved on to teaching teachers at the college level. And I now work full-time on my website, Cult of Pedagogy, helping teachers perfect their craft. I look at instructional techniques, classroom management, relationship building, technology, classroom design, and I also review books on education-related topics. If you've never been to the site, set aside some time and go to cultofpedagogy.com. If you're obsessed with teaching like me, then you're going to absolutely love all the stuff I have built there. Also, I want to thank those of you who have left a review for this podcast on iTunes. It really helps bring new listeners to the show, and I appreciate you taking time out of your day to do that. After listening to this episode, if you want to check out some of the resources I mentioned, just go over to cultofpedagogy.com, click on podcast on the menu, and then go to episode 43. That'll take you straight to the blog post associated with this episode, and it will have links to everything. Okay, so let's talk about Twitter. 
I'm going to share with you six ways that you could be making better use of your Twitter account right now. The first one is find your tribe. One of the greatest things about Twitter is that it allows you to find like-minded people, no matter where they are in the world. Once you've found them, you can start talking, sharing resources and ideas, and further developing your point of view with the enrichment and support of people who see things through a similar lens. When I was full-time in the classroom, I could count on one hand the number of people I worked with who shared my views on teaching or my views on students, my views on parents, uh, my views on overall growth as a professional. One hand I could count them on. I was starved for connection. If I'd had something like Twitter, it would have been so different. And I hear stories all the time from people who have made these connections. They experience tremendous growth and satisfaction in their work, regardless of the environment they happen to work in. So here is how you find your tribe. When you first sign up for Twitter, you're likely to just follow people you know, and plus maybe a few other well-known accounts that Twitter suggests for you. After that, what do you do? Well, using the search bar, look for topics that interest you. So if you're a middle school science teacher, you might look for middle school science. The search results will show you accounts of people who have listed those terms right in their profile. Definitely check those people out as possible people to follow. Your results will also show you specific tweets that contain those terms. Click over to the profiles of the people who tweeted them, browse their past tweets, and see if they would make a good connection for you. Once you're following these people, you can start interacting with them. And that is where the real tribe building happens. The second way you can make better use of Twitter is to communicate directly with anyone on Twitter. This is one of the things I think is kind of exciting about it. As long as someone else has a Twitter account, you can communicate directly with them. That includes people you don't know, celebrities, corporations, whoever. If you place that person's Twitter handle, that's the thing that starts with an at symbol, in your tweet, that person will be notified that you mentioned them. If they choose to, they can respond. Now, if we're talking about celebrities who have millions of followers, the chance of hearing back from them is slim, but it definitely happens. If we're just talking about an educator who lives across the country, tweeting at them is far more likely to get a response and a real conversation can begin. Here's how you do it. Just copy the Twitter handle of the person you want to communicate with in your tweet. And so I actually show an example um, right on on the blog post if you want to go over and take a look at it. Uh, I posted something about um, a, a blog post that I had written about newsletters. And then uh, another educator named Brad Wilson responded to me. He had kind of a disagreement with me. And then I was able to respond back to him. So I show how that works. I actually embedded the real tweets right into the post so you can see what the back and forth looks like. So that's another thing that you can do. You can send tweets directly to people. I just sent a tweet yesterday to Lena Dunham, who is the creator of the HBO series Girls, because I had watched her uh, season finale, and I thought it was incredible. And I know she's not going to write me back, but I just sent her a tweet anyway, because I'm sure she's got people working for her that are going to look at that and, you know, keep track of the people who are sending positive comments. But you can, you can really send a tweet to anybody. So that's another way that you can be making more use of Twitter. The third way is to share the great stuff you find online. Once you start making connections with people, the next step is to share stuff with each other. In the same way that you share links on Facebook or pin things on Pinterest, you can share links to fantastic content in tweets. 
And the best part about doing this is that other people, those tribe members we talked about, they share stuff with you too. This is, I believe, one of the main reasons people equate Twitter with professional development. Pretty much every time I jump on, I end up discovering something in just a few minutes that I never would have come across otherwise, and my professional knowledge is thereby enriched. So here's how you do it. This is one of the best uses of a tweet. For some people, a tweet is all about making witty commentary about life, but most active Twitter users, especially in education, share quite a few links to online resources right in their tweets. If you're new to Twitter, you might not even recognize them as links because they don't include the HTTP and the www. They will look kind of weird. Like an example that I use in the post starts as goo.gl slash goekws. Um, those are just abbreviations, but they work just like a longer one would. Um, and if you click on them, they will take you someplace else. Twitter automatically shortens them, and there are also other um, online tools that are link shorteners that can uh, take a really long link and shorten it into something else. It's just that if you're not used to it, they don't look like links. Um, by the way, if you paste a long link into a tweet, Twitter will automatically shorten it for you, so you don't have to worry about the 140 character limit. It, it will consume some of those 140 characters, but not nearly as many as the characters that the link itself actually has. <laughs> so... Um, sharing links to things in a tweet is a really, really common use of, of Twitter. And in this post, I've shown another example of me sharing somebody else's um, blog post in a tweet. And I've got the tweet embedded right there. The, so let's the first three, first three ways you could be making better use of Twitter is to find your tribe or expand your tribe. If you already have a small tribe, you could be growing that and finding other people that could really enrich your practice and your life. The second way is to communicate directly with anyone on Twitter. And this includes sort of like experts. I mean, if there's somebody out there who's a real um, thought leader or a real expert on some topic, you can tweet that directly to them and ask them a question. And chances are pretty good that they will respond to you eventually. So you can communicate directly with anyone uh, and you can share the great stuff you fi find online. So number four is to participate in a Twitter chat. One of the most exciting ways to use Twitter is by participating in a Twitter chat. This is where a whole group of people meet online at a designated date and time. They use the same hashtag in every comment they make and that allows them to have a group conversation. So let me just explain this a little bit more. Every tweet that has that unique hashtag, and hashtag is just the, uh, it's a word that has the little, the little pound sign in front of it. As long as everybody is on Twitter at the same time and they check that hashtag by clicking on it or doing a search for it, they'll see all of the tweets associated with that hashtag for that time. So it's basically a way for people to have a, a conversation with each other about the same topic. Uh, one of the things I link to in the post is this fantastic online list of all education-related Twitter chats. This is a group of educators who basically they crowdsource this. They work on this together to keep it updated and fresh. And it's just a list of which Twitter chats there are, when they meet, and what they're talking about. So I'm going to take a quick look at it so I can read off to you what some of these are because it's, it gets very, very specific. There are tweets for specific states. Um, you know, there's like a Florida chat, there's a Michigan chat, there's a North Carolina chat. 
there's uh, one that's called computer science kindergarten through eighth grade so this is just for like tech teachers for elementary school there's one for alberta canada um there are there's one just about edmodo if you're really into edmodo there's a chat for that so there there's just a ton of them that all relate to different topics so i link you to that uh, resource so that you can look and it tells you exactly what date and time and what hashtag to use by the way the course that i was talking about at the beginning of this podcast in that course, I actually show you step-by-step step exactly how to actually participate in a Twitter chat because there's a little bit more to it than I'm mentioning. And you can probably find, you know, videos on YouTube. But if you wanted to, that is part of the course is really showing you exactly how to do a Twitter chat. So I've also shown you on this site how those actually work. I give you an example of... Um, of one Twitter chat, early childhood education chat, and how the moderator posts a question and then other people who are in the chat respond to it. And the people in this chat are just sharing these great ideas and these great resources. And it's just a really good example of how a Twitter chat works. And a lot of people who know each other on Twitter now, quote unquote, know each other, they met in a Twitter chat a lot of times. You'll, you'll be talking about some topic so it could be a topic, you could be talking about differentiation, or you could be talking about, you know, behavior management or something like that. And maybe somebody mentions a great idea, and then you get to start having a side conversation on Twitter with them. And then suddenly you're tweeting at each other all the time, and you have this now professional Twitter relationship with them. So it's a really, really good way to meet other people who share your same interests, and to just find great ideas for teaching. Okay, the fifth way that you could be improving your use of Twitter is to do research on Twitter. I am now in the habit of using Twitter as part of my regular routine when I'm researching a topic. First I look on Google, then I go to Google Scholar, and then I check Twitter. It is far more than just a communication tool. It's a powerful search engine in its own right. I can search for any topic I want, then I find tweets about it, which is what comes up in the results, and then that leads me to other resources and experts that can tell me more. So here's how you do research on Twitter. There's a search bar in the top right corner of the Twitter platform. Just use that the same way that you would do a Google search. When your results come up, you will have the option to look at the top tweets about that topic, the most recent tweets, which is what the live button is, or specific accounts that actually mention that topic. So as an example, I showed you a, a tweet that I found. I did a quick search of the term flipped learning and got thousands of results. And so I just embedded one of them in the post that shows you, you know, somebody had um, posted a link to an article on the difference between blended learning and flipped learning. And so, you know, it's just a really good way to find very, very current things that may not have even shown up yet in a Google search. And these are really fresh, um, fresh resources on your topic. The last thing that you can do to be really boosting your use of Twitter if you are a teacher is to communicate with students and parents. If your students or their parents are on Twitter, you can use a classroom Twitter account to alert them to upcoming assignments, send reminders about important events or deadlines, provide links to interesting articles or other online resources, or share fascinating videos and images. You can also use a class Twitter account to show others, parents in the community or even the education world at large, the great things you're doing in your class. So here's how you do it. You would create a Twitter account for your class that is different, separate from the one that you would use for yourself. This requires a different email address to link to the account. 
then just start tweeting. You can compose the tweets yourself or better yet, have students do, do it. In the post, I'm sharing an example of a tweet from a fourth grade class Twitter account. And based on the tweets, it looks to me like the kids are mostly the ones writing them. Um, I can tell this partly because they always use the word we. The tweets are pretty simple. Um, you know, occasionally there's, you know, a capitalization error. I mean, it looks to me like it's the teacher and the students together who are composing these tweets. So this is just a nice way to to have a sort of visible public bulletin board of what's going on. And especially if you're a high school teacher or if you teach at the college level, it's a real good idea to have some kind of a social media account associated with your class. And Twitter's just a real easy way of doing that because you can have Twitter loaded right onto your phone. You can send a tweet out from your smartphone, from your desktop computer. Um, you could even log on if you just happen to be at a public computer and you have internet access. So it's just really, really easy to send out tweets if you just happen to think of something that you want your whole class to know. And as long as your students or their parents are following you, then they will get um, the notifications. So let me tell you quickly a little bit more about the course. It's a five-module course, and it's all done in videos, all pretty short videos. Uh, there's also a printable set of notes that goes along with the videos so that you can watch the videos once or twice, and then you have the notes to refer to if you're just trying to remember a quick tip. So there's a there's printable notes and, and a five-module video course. I cover topics like how to understand the Twitter language, including hashtags, how to find people to follow, how to communicate directly with anyone on Twitter. Um, I talked about including their hashtag in a tweet, but there are actually a couple of other ways too to send somebody a, a message on Twitter. Um, again, step-by-step -step of how to participate in a Twitter chat, how to share images and videos, how to organize content with something called Twitter lists, because once you're following lots and lots of people, it starts to get a little harder to find the stuff that you're the most interested in. So there's actually a way of organizing the people you follow into lists. A little bit more on how to do research on Twitter, and I'll show you how to set up and use a classroom Twitter account. So that is uh, blendeducation.org, and the course is called Twitter for Teachers and Students. If you go to the blog post, my blog post, I will occasionally be running specials. If you're listening to this podcast right after it was released, I am actually um, uh, offering a very special discount. So you should come check that out on cultofpedagogy.com pod and go to episode 43 and you will see a significant discount for people who grab it before uh, May or by May 10th. I think taking this course would be a really important investment. If you feel like you are kind of up on technology, but you're not quite there, getting yourself comfortable in the Twitter environment can be such a significant step toward really getting more comfortable with all kinds of technology. So I think in terms of your own personal development plans in terms of your growth as a teacher and as an educator, taking this course would be a really smart step towards just getting yourself up to speed on lots of different kinds of technology and getting yourself uh, comfortable in the world of Twitter. So my final point is this. <laughs> this is my promise to you. If you make the effort to try some of the things I've listed here and just stick with it for a while, you will turn the corner with Twitter. I never thought I would get the hang of it. But now it's as much a part of my day as checking email and Facebook. People who work in other fields can probably get away with avoiding Twitter, but for you, an educator, 
It's part of an essential 21st century toolkit. Make this the year you really start using it. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. To learn more, visit edupodcastnetwork.com.